There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Saints Happy Hour Patron Spotlight. Uh, it is a perk that I cannot offer on Patreon anymore. It's illegal, apparently, by their terms of service. But you guys love it so much, and it does so much traffic that I do it anyway for anybody that subscribes at the $5 or higher level. I just pick your name out of a hat, or if the person that wins refuses, uh, I just pick somebody that I like on Twitter that I've been following a while. And this guy, I was telling him before we started that he was one of the first people on Twitter that I actually followed. He's Guy Woodruff. He's a he's a he's a Saints Happy Hour follower. And you were telling me, Guy, that all of your Twitter followers like they eat they all hate you because you don't give them what they want. Well yeah, because uh anime nerds will follow me and then they'll see a bunch of tweets <laughs> about the Saints. And you're like, I don't care about this hand dig game and then I'll post about pro wrestling and the Saints fans will be like, shut the fuck up, nerd. So I just alienate enough people to where I just have 850 followers forever. <laughs> you know, that's what I was, t- I was trying to figure out. Like when I was talking to Andrew, I was like, I want more followers. Cause I feel bad guys. I see all these people, there's their saints people and bloggers or whatever. And I'm like, I have so many people that read that goddamn Channel 4 column, and I only have 4,000 Twitter followers. And and then I'm like, that's kind of embarrassing. But then I think, do I really want, like, 25,000 Twitter followers? Then I would think it wouldn't be as fun because your mentions would just get overrun with bots and crap, right? So I I always try to figure out, like, what's the – what's the – I wouldn't even think – I wouldn't even think to read Channel 4's website unless I – Except I know you, so it's like, oh, there's <laughs> articles on that thing. Sweet. <laughs> they change it up. They've, they've redone the format like eight times. Yeah, uh, they took down all the they took down all the Frank Davis cooking videos, and I still haven't forgiven them for that. Oh man, it's like the the, the Frank Davis. I have I had people tell me they're like I only go to I only I would only go to Channel Four for you, Frank Davis, and the unknown food critic, and now two of the three are gone. <laughs> You know you're old when you're like talking about the unknown food critic on Channel Four. So, uh, this yep. the, the patron spotlight is what we try to do is like your your Saints fandom. How would you describe like would you describe it as diehard crazy? How would you describe your Saints fandom? Uh, it's a sadomasochistic relationship. <laughs> um, they drive me utterly insane. I don't care about any other sports. Like I watch pro wrestling and I like, Oh, that's interesting inside baseball shit. Football. I like, I really don't care unless it's the saints. And then they like, when they're losing by like any kind of points, I'm like freaking out. Or if they're ahead by like a thousand points, I'm still freaking out. Cause I know I've seen them do it so many times. Just drop the ball. And I'm 43. How, how old are you? How far back does your torture saints in this go? I'm 40. So yeah, I came into this world with Bum Phillips cradling me to his teeth, and 
<laughs> I luckily I came along when Jim Mora made them an okay team. So I never got to live through the hell my dad did, but I inherited a lot of his negativity because I would listen to him screaming the TV and thus pass the yeah, torch on. That was one of the arguments that we started having with people on Twitter uh, that I did in like 20, I would say like 20, probably like the end of 2015 and all of 2016, people were like, I'm tired of the seven and nine. They need to get rid of Breeze and they need to suck. It'll be fun. I'm like, yeah, it'll be fun for like a month. And it's really cute and adorable that your football team is terrible. Like when it was Ditka. But after a month, you're, you become, I don't want to watch this anymore. I don't want to watch the Billy Joes be terrible. It's hopelessness, and it's it's horrible. And it, it's adorable at the fir- the beginning, but once it's all black and there's no hope in sight, it becomes misery. And there's a whole generation of people, Guy, that just they don't understand what bad football is. They think they know because they saw Aaron Brooks, and they're like 7-9, and 8-8, eight and, eight, and Sean Payton with 7 and Like they think like, that that's suffering, but it's not really suffering. He's an okay quarterback, though. He's like good compared to the shit the Saints have had. <laughs> I mean, they don't remember freaking Bobby Bear being barely competent was like a fucking like world destroyer in the freaking 90s. I just did a drunk I just did a drunk history with one of the people that signed up at the $25 level and he qualified and we did a thing on Bobby Abear and he made a great point about Bobby Abear even though he was terrible and not that good he carried himself like he was an all pro and that's what the Saints needed in the 80s they needed a dude who carried himself like a winner yeah. and Bobby Abear oh. did but he was like mediocre like there would if Bobby Abear was the quarterback now and the Saints had that early 90s there would be blood in the twitter streets like we would be murdering each other arguing about the local cajun quarterback and is he the guy to lead the team and is it would be it would be awful it would, it would be fun guy no, but it would also be awful oh my god i'm, I'm all on board we just if, if we can get like your breeze out <laughs> on a freaking like wheelchair in his 80s just do it there's going to be blood in the streets for the Teddy Bridgewater era if it starts next oh year God. or whenever, because it's it it percolates under the surface. That whole that whole Aaron Brooks people didn't like Aaron Brooks and, and they gravitated towards he didn't smile and this and that. But there's a whole like black quarterback Jeff, thing Jeff, that percolates like, under the surface with oh, Teddy. Yeah, especially with LSU fans, Jesus. But I but <laughs> I am. I am all aboard the Teddy train, so I, I and, and until I mean I won't stick if he if he ends up being terrible I won't stick with him and I'll be like get a new one. But as far as right now, I'm t- the Teddy Bridgewater era. If it's post Breeze, I'm fine with it. I don't know how it's gonna go, but I'm fine with giving it a Either. shot. You know, um, I'm cool. I'm cool. With, I'm cool with him riding the bench and retiring before Breeze retires. <laughs> I'm gonna sign me up. <laughs> I I wonder, man. I wonder how I wonder how long Breeze is gonna is gonna play, and I just worry that like some horrible financial news with Breeze is gonna come out. Like he's all his money's gone. Like he bought like blue diamonds, but it was really chocolates oh, wrapped man. in fancy tin foil. And he bought more tax credits. Yeah, he bought more tax credits, and it's all it's all gone. So then he just just goes yeah, under. Yeah, so he's just gonna. Manila. 
<laughs> so he's just gonna play. He's just gonna be like, I, I got, I got, a, I got all these kids. I'm gonna play till I'm a, I'm gonna be a backup quarterback in Canada when I'm fifty. Yeah, he'll be, he'll, gonna... he'll be, he'll be Ric Flair. Just every time he goes bankrupt, he has to wrestle another ten. Years. He'll be Ric Flair. Ric Flair, he's he doesn't wrestle anymore. But they, do they still wheel him out? I haven't. I have. I used to be a big wrestling person, they... but I haven't been. They'll wheel him out to manage his daughter, who's like a big top wrestler right now. So, but he's he's too old. He cannot do a bump. He looks like he's about to die like any minute. <laughs> he looks. Oh, he has like no hair left. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. It's like a rat or something. I don't know. Oh my goodness. But yeah, give me that future with Drew Brees. Just, 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 Just keep him healthy. Draft five linemen every year. I don't care. Just do what you got to so, do. So I feel like the this this patron spotlight has become therapy, and it may be repeated. We, we, people that listen to the show all the time and are the diehards will probably maybe they remember the patron spotlight because we only do about one a month, but they remember. But it feels like therapy because everybody they talk the event. Eventually, we get to the Rams game. How did you cope with the awfulness of it? I, I just uh, I pulled it all into like a ball and left it in the pit of my stomach like Hank Gill tells you to. Uh, I figured it, it was such a blown call that I really – I was able to deal with that a lot better because of it's like beyond their fucking – it's like it's so egregious. And then the, the Rams losing like pathetic losers next for the Super Bowl just made it all better. So <laughs> – but I, I'm, I remember the AFC West. I remember the Rams doing this shit to us all the time. So them and the Niners, like people are like all about hate, hate the Falcons. I'm like, no, fuck the 49ers. Fuck the Rams. Carolina, Tampa Bay, whatever. You just, you're just there. But Yeah, I mean, the, it was weird because the Falcon fans were piling on Saints fans more than Rams fans because there's only like four Rams fans. And I think like three of them are like bots from China that are like Rams fans and they do like p- politics. They're either Donald Trump or they hate Donald Trump. And that's all the people <laughs> that's all the people that 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 are that are for the Rams. So it was really it was really weird afterwards. Um, I blocked a bunch of Atlanta people that I normally got along with just because I can I, I, 
I respected the, the, the Atlanta fans that were just like, ha, 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 the Saints got fucked. That's awesome. We don't care mm-hmm. how. We don't care why. We just enjoy seeing you get screwed. Like Bomani Jones, he admitted, like, he used to be a Falcon fan. He's not a Falcons fan anymore, but he still hates the Saints. And he was just giddy that the Saints didn't go, get to go to the Super Bowl in Atlanta because he did not want to see the Saints in the Super Bowl in Atlanta. But he admitted, he's like, the Saints got fucked on a, the worst call I've ever seen. And I love it. Like, I can, I could take that because that's honesty. I couldn't take the, well, it's never really one play that decides it. Maybe if Drew Brees hadn't have thrown that interception, maybe if the tight end hadn't have dropped it. Like, it never comes down to one play. Like, that bothered me the most from Falcon Bullshit. fans and media people. That's always bullshit, too. It's always, there's always some kind of weird breaking point in games. So, so you're, I I know you're, you're a big anime guy. And I remember I tweeted out some anime gifts for when we first started the drunk history uh, a couple years ago. And you were like, Oh, you like anime. I'm like, nah, I just, um, I just, it was a cool gift of a person doing 10, but but, um, my brother is big into anime. So I, I kind of know a little bit about it. He used to watch the Japanese show about the submarine spaceship that like flew around. Like that was his, that was his thing. I don't know. Yamato? Star yeah. Blazers? Yeah. No, the, the Star Blazers. Yeah. And uh, him and his, his husband will commiserate with me. He'll be like, I don't understand this fucking anime. I just I don't understand it, and, it's, and but but I can't I can't do my brother's husband voice. Imagine like the imagine like the 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 guy from the Birdcage, Robin Williams, just <laughs> just pleading with you about it. trying trying to understand anime. It's just, it's just the most funniest thing in the world. But well, it's like well, it's like it's like GI Joe and Transformers, but if they took it seriously and made a cohesive plot, <laughs> that was kind of, that was always my Wait, angle. Are with you it. telling me GI Joe is not cohesive? I don't. I don't understand. Uh, sometimes this. <laughs> I got. I let my kid watch uh, too much iPad, probably, but I limit him to only Hispanic stuff on the iPad, or I try to. So now his two favorite things are Family Guy and GI Joe in Spanish. You have not lived until you have heard Stewie from the fa- from the Family Guy in Spanish. It's just delightful. <laughs> um, so. As a as a sort of on Twitter and social media guy, and all in 20, 2019, how do you consume the Saints? Where, where do you do you do you look at it as it's all the same? Like the the podcast that I listen to with with Ralph and Andrew, and they they do their jokes and nonsense. They're in the same. They, I consume them just as much as I consume a newspaper guy or a columnist or ESPN. Do you differentiate? Anything, or do you just all? It's all just, the same. It's it's just whatever comes with my Twitter feed. I don't really stick to like specific news outlets. Like if Larry Holder writes a, a, an article, I can read it for free. Then cool. Uh, <laughs> um, mainly, mainly I get it. I mainly get it from podcasts. So like y'all, y'all are my main, y'all are my main source of news right now. I uh, useless. I used to do the sports <laughs> hangover a bunch, but they kind of I don't know disappeared. <laughs> Yeah, I do. Uh, I do Scott in Lafayette because he's a friend of mine. I listen. I listen to him on my drives in. But it's it's interesting in that I I really feel like fans don't differentiate anything anymore, and I think that bothers people that are in the legitimate media that 
a podcast or a blogger can sort of be good or build an audience and sort of usurp them and they feel like they have this authority so it's really weird um but for you i what what are what are your expectations of 2019 we all know the hopes and dreams. We want him to win. We want Drew Brees to retire. We wanted to go off into sunset and beautiful. But what are your sort of real expectations? Well, this season I thought they were going to go 4-12, and 12, so what the fuck do I know? Um, <laughs> but this season, I have no idea. They're either going to maintain what they had last season or they're going to just fall on their face and I'm just going to go through <laughs> deep depression. Uh, I'm trying not to think about it too much. <laughs> I'm just yeah. Like, I'm like okay, they got it. They got a center in the draft. Okay. I I I have a I have such a good idea for my Saints, uh, season preview column. I don't even want to say it on the podcast because I worry that someone will steal it. But let me just say it involves a very very popular. Uh, series of movies and it's not Star Wars and it's not Marvel but it involves a movie character and I am so excited about it that's my dream for the Saints when I write that 800 words people will know it um but I just I just want the Saints to burn the NFL to the ground like that's what I want I want I want the I want the I want the revenge season more than anything but but yeah I don't I don't but Alvin Kamara is way too cheerful (laughs) But I, I have a feeling it's not going to be so much a revenge season. It's going to be a gr- they're going to regress because not because they've made bad moves or whatever. It's just really hard to be thirteen and three repeatedly unless you're New England and you play in a, and you play in a um a college division, right? Pretty so, much. so I just think the Saints are going to have to like fight their butt off to get to ten and six and in the playoffs, and then you never know like how it's going to go. But I don't think it's going to be this glorious cake cakewalk like it was in 2018 where they're just 13 and two and then doing a layup at the end of the year and not even caring. Like, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a struggle, but the final thing I always like to ask people guy, and this is self-serving, but I don't care. I, I, I it interests me. Uh, what, how did you find the show? Because there's like 9 billion saints podcast. And when they oh. win, it goes to like 15 billion. Um, oh, it's 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 Jeff and them, the 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 New Orleans blogging scene that's dead, pretty much. Yeah, um, I have to say, I want to give myself credit. There were like six people that were better than me at blogging, like uh, the ang yeah the angry dad Dominic that? Wang. I'm, call- I'm, I'm calling out Wang right now. He needs to start his blog back up. And 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 Reed that's, Gilbert. Friend of the yeah, podcast, we, like they were, they're all they were all better than me at writing Saints humor. Wang was the king; like no one could touch him. But like yeah. I just outlasted them all. I wasn't necessarily better than them, but I just grinded it out. And when the seven and nine winter came, I just plowed through it. And I came out the other side, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm the only one left. And it doesn't like. People were like, you should be proud. I'm like, I'm not really proud. Like, that was fun. When you had three, four, five guys writing really good Saints humor blogs, and we would argue with each other and bounce stuff off of each other, and Wang made me better because I'd read his ass twice a week, and I'd, like, have to reach his level, and now they're all – they don't blog anymore. It makes me sad. Bastard. 
Uh, we, yeah, I think I think it was Yang's blog where he first mentioned the Chronics podcast. I'm like, <laughs> oh, podcast about pot and saints, I guess. Cool. I don't know <laughs> if it. I don't know if it's still there because I haven't gone to to Wang's blog in a while. But I wrote <laughs> a blog and he put my face on a tampon because <laughs> he didn't like something that I wrote about the Saints not extending somebody. I thought they shouldn't do it, and he, I was just like. Like some people would be mad. I was like, "This is great!" Like people are make people are making fun of me, thinking that I'm some sort of legitimate person. Like I like it's like it was. I was just gleeful, and now it makes me sad because Gilbert, Reed Gilbert, and Wang, and the, the Dominic, the Angry Hood, they're all so they're all awesome, and they're they're all gone, and it makes. But and you know they're they're they they do not have they don't have. They don't have the the comedy people coming up, guy. Like you would think, with the Saints winning, it would start back up. But most of the people that have started in, they do good work. Some of them, but they're like serious, wanting to be news reporter, beat people, watch film guy. They don't want to be like make jokes, blog guy. You know, so it's just I, I don't know. I don't get it. Or, I guess, or they want to be, or they want to be on YouTube. I guess I don't know. I never really, I haven't really checked in the Saints YouTube yet. I want to be, I want to be on YouTube, but I can't figure out how to stream through OSB. Well, um, well, the, well, the well, the trick is have a camera in your truck and just rant and sunglasses in your truck. <laughs> That's what I learned. All right, man, guy. I I appreciate this so much, and and people, you can find him. Uh, is it okay if I give out your, uh, your, your, yeah. give out your Twitter handle? Give it out. It's super. Yeah. It's super deformed. Um, uh, I know what a Sibian is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can I just, can I just say last night, Dave, Dave is, oh. is phenomenal. And we're, I, I think all the guys are, or maybe just better than me, but, but Dave last night was so phenomenal in that he just, as we were doing the podcast and going to the uh, to other topics, he's reading about the Simeon being like, it's $1,200. You can get leather. Like, as we're going on the different football topics, he's just keeping on with the topic of the Simeon and wrapped it I up was with just, I was nodding on. I was like, yes, that's how much they cost. It was, it was so good. Listen, people, if you listen to this, if, if you stumble upon this and you don't know us and you haven't listened, listen to the gay, the, 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 uh, the podcast episode with Gail Benson in the title. Just listen to the first 20 minutes. It might be our best 20 minutes all of 2019 so far. Yep. <laughs> so Agreed. So fi- I was crying. <laughs> so find, find guy on Twitter. It's super deformed. Uh, for all your anime wrestling and obnoxious saints takes, uh, and if you want to be uh, on the patron spotlight, just just support us and donate five bucks, and you can do it. We do it one a month. It's great. It's fun. It's relaxing. Totally not a raffle. Not a it's raffle. To- it's to- it's totally not a raffle. And the thing is, guys, it will allow me to eventually get the live stream to work. So for guy. Uh, until next, until next month, uh, the patron spotlight is closed. <laughs> <laughs>